Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Sadal. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I am so excited. I know I say that all the time, but today I'm addedly extra. So excited because I have an author visit. Now, you know, I'm obsessed with books. I believe that they're little nuggets of wisdom and so much love and attention that's been put into these books by the author. This one is so close to me because I I hate to say it. I realized I have a really bad habit. And when I met the author of this book, I'm so excited because the book helped me in so, so many ways. It has deepened my connections with other people. And it amazed me at how often I was hearing, and you're going to find all about it. I know you're probably thinking like right now, what is Andrea talking about? So without further ado, I want to introduce you to this amazing book called Beyond How Are You? Mastering the Art of Meaningful Greetings. And it is by Alexandria Teresa. And Alexandria Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to getting into the details. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And there are so many good details and nuggets. But I have to say it's also so you're not only giving birth to your book today when this podcast is live and interview is live. It's also your birthday. So happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Grateful for another year for sure. So I always ask my authors, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, good question. It's always, always a tough one to answer because there's so many different things I can share. But uh, my name is Alexandria, as you said. I'm currently based in Atlanta. My family's from New York. Moved around a lot as a kid. I went to Georgia Tech here in Atlanta, graduated with a degree in industrial and systems engineering, which sounds much different than what I wrote a book about, but I had a minor in leadership studies and then went on to be a consultant in talent and organization for Accenture. At some point I was a certified yoga instructor. I don't teach yoga anymore, but I do incorporate some of the breathing techniques and principles into some of my, my personal work and business work. And let's see what else. Before I wrote Beyond How Are You, I got my certification from the Flourishing Center in Positive Psychology, and it's the the final project that's what led me to continue on with writing the book. And what else? There, there's so much more I can add, but I can stop there. <laughs> you know, it's so incredible. It's every time I every time I talked with you, it's like I would discover more about you. And I just discovered I didn't know that you were a yoga instructor. And so am I. We have that in common. So it's so it's so funny that every time you have a conversation with someone that's beyond how are you, you yeah. actually do discover a lot more about each other. So that I'm just celebrating you. Every you never cease to amaze me. Oh my goodness. So, okay, so let's jump into this subject matter. I, like, I, I bet you the listeners are thinking, okay, beyond how are you? Like, 
it is so like, I don't know about you, the listener listening here. I know you don't do this anymore, Alexandria, but you start conversations almost like, Hey, how are you? It's like, how are you? It's like just part of our dialogue that we're not even really waiting for the answer. And so can you tell us what inspired you to write this book beyond the fact that we usually have this as a common habit in our communication? Yeah. So I had, I was in a very interesting season of my life. Last at the end of last year, I'd been laid off for from my job of almost eight years. And at one point that was my dream job. At the same time, I was like, okay, now I have time to do what it is that I want to do. So I started really working on my business. I was in the positive psychology program. So even if I felt a little bit of um, betrayal or just upset from being laid off, I had to wake up two days out of the week at 6 a.m. to meet with classmates talking about the science of human flourishing. And I, um, I had a moment where a lot of people were asking me how I was because of all of the things that I was experiencing. And the question just felt too small for everything that I had going on, but it also felt too big. Like it felt very overwhelming to answer that question. Even from my best and closest friends who asked, I didn't always know what to say right away. And it made me start thinking like, is there a way to give people permission to respond differently to that question? And how might I start a movement where people start to rethink the use of that question? And how do I help people be a little bit more intentional with the questions that they're asking? And your book is so good and inspires the reader to do that so much. And I think that just bringing it to people's attention is like, oh my gosh, yes, I do. Like I start almost, and I, you're the one that helped me discover this. Almost all my meetings when I have clients show up, I'm like, hey, how are you? It's like, oh my gosh. It's like, and then you you started really infusing in your book. And that's why we love books because they they give us like so much insight and perspective and nuggets for thought and wisdom. And so I love this because what it started doing for me personally is it started making me realize could I get a little more creative with how I'm saying this? It's like, oh, so I, I, and what it would do is it made me step back and gain perspective. It's like, well, last time I talked to her, she said she was going to Barbados. So let's ask her about Barbados. You're like, hey, how was Barbados? So instead of just asking the typical, how are you? It's like, let's jump into the, you know, and, and so, and it's, but this is a skill. Can you, can we elaborate on this a little bit more? Like we, when we're stuck in this cycle, how, what's the first step? What's the first step of breaking that cycle? Okay. So it really depends on the situation. And when readers get into the book, they'll see that there are questions, there's alternative questions for all types of situations that you're in. And so it depends on the situation. It depends on your level of intimacy with the person that you're talking to. So if this is someone that you speak to on a regular cadence versus someone that you're meeting for the first time. And it also depends on your personal level of comfort. And if you actually want to know how that person is doing, if you don't want to know how someone's doing, you don't have to ask. Like, and it might be good for people to actually start there. Like just start with being honest 
within yourself so that you can be honest in your interactions with others. If you are trying to get down to business and you don't necessarily have time for someone to answer the question, how are you? Then it's okay to say, hey, it's really good to see you. I'm looking forward to talking about X, Y, and Z today. And that is totally acceptable. And you can always follow up with that person after. But I just want people to start thinking like, you can say other things. You can ask different questions and you can also make statements instead of asking questions too. Oh, I love that because it's it's taking giving us permission to like, hey, let's get down to business. I'm so excited to get down to business. Or, you know, like it, it really allows us to to investigate the necessity of asking that question. And then I love the way you brought that up too, is like, you're right. That can open a huge can of worms. Like, do you really want to know how I am? <laughs> because if we go down that path, you know, it could, it could like, and like you said, it, it could be such a small question, but so big too. Like, how do you answer that? And does, and then also like you're thinking, does that person really want to know all those days? Oh, and then, so I love the way you describe it too, in your book that are you also responding in just a typical way, like fine, good, busy, like what are your typical responses? Mm -hmm. So we can even respond different to really help this movement that you're creating too, right? Yeah. One of the things I started doing during that period of my life is just telling my friends I, I didn't really know or that I was feeling too much because that's what was honest. And sometimes it might not be that you don't know. It just might be that it's too much to even explain. And even for people that I love and trust, like I was going through a lot and people have their own lives to live. So it wasn't always appropriate for me to say, oh my gosh, this happened today. Oh my gosh, I'm really excited about this. Like, um, it, yeah, it's just, it doesn't always work out that way where you're able to say, how are you? And someone can share honestly, and that's received well. And so giving these alternatives also allows people to, just give space for something different and for that to be accepted. Oh, I love this. And one of my favorite parts about your book too, is you talk about human connection and the, the importance of connecting with others and just showing genuine interest in others and the power of this. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. So for me personally, I I'm fascinated by people's stories and just their life in general. I know I don't always have time <laughs> to hear someone's life story, but I do believe that everyone is on their own journey and they have something interesting to share. I think that's my Christian perspective to give, to look at everyone with a godlike view. And so with that, I try to be really intentional. So if I meet someone and I'm going to meet them again, just try to remember one fact about them. For some people that might just be remembering their name. So the next time you meet with them, you say their name when you speak to them. But for others, they might say, like, like you mentioned, um, you know, a kid in school or a kid working. So the next time we speak, then you're asking about that child that's in school or that's working or if someone's in a relationship asking, maybe asking them about that. Again, depending on level of comfort with that person. But I sometimes just have notes in my phone, like, oh, I met so-and-so and here, like, here's one fun fact about them. And then the next time we meet, I just have this little log of something that was about them. I have a colleague, they go on date night with their wife every single Wednesday. And so every time we meet, because we meet weekly, I'll ask them about their date from the previous week. 
And it gives me so much more insight into them than how are you would, especially because we're meeting every week. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am so in love with that inspiration. And in today's fast paced world, like let's, you know, it's like, it's almost like it just has become automatic, but what a, what a wonderful opportunity to open up and also to pay attention and then to authentically find out more information about those people around us and then showing a genuine interest um, and like finding things out that we normally wouldn't. Now I have to say my boyfriend is so good at this. Like, I don't know. He always figures out the six degrees of separation. Like he'll like ask questions. He's so curious all the time. And like, he's able to, you know, get people talking and like, get like figure things out and what the connection is. And then he, but the next step to his greatness is he remembers all that detail. So then I know she's giving me thumbs up here for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he remembers all the detail, which I don't know how he does it. So for the person that isn't as, let's say, good at this or well-practiced or hasn't adopted this movement, um, how do we get started? How do we, how do we adopt that mindset of like, I think it's like you said, the first step is recognizing our habit that we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And then I love that you were saying, just recognizing that, that it's an opportunity to connect and, and your tip of putting notes, even, even just the sheer act of putting notes in your phone to remind you is, is that's a great idea. Do you have any other suggestions? Yeah. So in and I know book, your book, I'm not going to give away your book gives us so much, <laughs> but I just mean for today, a little tease. <laughs> yeah. So in the book, I do talk about the Hey Challenge, H-A-Y, the How Are You Challenge. And in there, I ask readers essentially to commit to asking a different question for 30 days. So a part of challenges is that there's something there's there's small things that you can do. So just changing one thing for 30 days and then it becomes a habit. So I reference atomic habits, which oh yeah, it's it's right here in the stack. I yeah. reference atomic habits in the book and the power of how one small shift, like throw a pebble into a pond and then there's a ripple effect. How just that one small shift in committing to not asking how are you for 30 days can change how you're communicating because a lot of it is just the awareness. So just starting with, I ask how are you, but I don't necessarily mean it. I don't necessarily want to know. I also maybe <laughs> could deepen some of my relationships and connections. And for me personally, I love interesting people and I want to be more interesting at myself. Like I want to be an interesting person. And I think people are really wowed when you can ask them something that they haven't been asked before, even if they just haven't been asked that day. Oh, I love that. And showing that, you know, they're not alone in this world, that someone mm -hmm. else cares and like that other people matter. And it, it goes both ways. And I love that you bring this up in your book too, about this idea of even respond differently. Like it's mm -hmm. like giving, and, and your book really opened my eyes to the fact that I was answering genetic, generically rather, because I, I didn't want to necessarily give them too much information. Cause I was like, I don't want to waste their time, you know, like, or like, cause maybe it's a client that's paying me to help them. It's like, but now I do give them little more nuggets and insight into my life. Well, well, actually I went hiking at this trail and you know, blah, 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 or whatever. And, um, you know, so there's ways to also from both, from both sides of it, if you're getting asked, how are you? It's interesting that we can have opportunities, you know, in the opposite to answer in a different way too, to provide more information about ourselves and connect authentically. 
So good. So good. So good. Okay. So I know I absolutely love the illustrations in your book. It's one of my favorite pieces beyond also just all your, you have alternative questions. You have so much inspiration in your book. It is an easy to reference. Like it's a pocketbook. This is the other thing I love. Okay. So everyone listening is like, Alexandria came to me and said, I need to have this in a pocket style. Your vision was clear and it is the most adorable size. It fits in your purse. It is an easy read, but you can pick it up in references. If, so if you're thinking, I need alternatives to how are you, it's just a matter of pulling that up. You could even take notes in there. It is such a great book. And so I don't know where I went off on this tangent about how amazing your book was. And then I went off on saying how you forgot my <laughs> the size is so good. So I I know what I love about your book. What is your favorite part about your book? Oh, I wasn't ready for this question. <laughs> you know, so I would say that writing the book was actually the easy part for me. I have been writing for a very long time. I've been reading for a very long time too. There's this quote, by Toni Morrison that says something to the extent of you you asked like you asked me how I became a writer because I was a reader first or, or something like that I'm totally fumbling the quote and I could probably pull it up before the interview ends but with that saying saying that the writing part was easy I would say it was everything else that was challenging for me like being vulnerable and saying like I'm gonna put this out there and I would say, gosh, like I'm, I'm struggling to answer the question because I, I love everything about the book. I think probably my favorite part, the part that like really resonated for me is actually the cover. Like I had, if you remember, I had just had the surgery. My body was like all over the place and I stayed up until like 2 a.m., with this vision that had kind of changed for how I wanted the cover to look. I wanted it to be something that was colorful and bright, something that was attractive to the eyes and something that said, I can learn something from this small little book. And so when I sent you the cover, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope Andrea doesn't hate me because I've changed everything that we talked about. When I sent it to you, I felt so good about it. And I think I knew from that point on, like, this is going to be ready to go. So I'd have to say the cover. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in love with the cover too. Like, and you have to understand when I work with authors, like on cover creation, normally we have so many, you know, samples that we go through and ideas and we have pictures that are worth a thousand words to help us with cover creation. And And as soon as you brought this cover, it was like, okay, yes, this is it. So beautiful, so playful, so fun. And just, you know what? And that's exactly what your cover does scream is like new beginnings, you know, a variety of questions, like it's playful um, connections, right? Like all those little balls come together in all the the letters and there's just, you know, your, the cover is so beautiful and, and I love This is one thing that I've come to know about you, Alexandra, is your determination and your 
your vision. You have such good vision for yourself. You knew you wanted that size. You knew what the cover needed to look like. You knew when you loved the interior formatting was exactly how you wanted. And I just want to celebrate the birth of your book and how beautiful it is and how it turned out. And you should be so proud. And I know you're launching your website and everything alongside. So a lot going on. And um, I just want to celebrate you and in, in the birth of your book, Beyond How Are You? Mastering the art of meaningful greetings. So good. Thank you so much, Andrea. I am thankful. I would say, so another favorite thing about, I guess, just the process in general is I've started a lot of things and I would say I've completed a lot of things, but this book is the one thing where I was like, it's going to happen. And I'm trusting and believing by faith that it's going to happen and it's going to be really good. And today has been really good, like launching it and sharing it with my family and friends. It's been an amazing day. I'm so thankful for all of their support, which we'll tell them about soon enough. Um, But also, Andrea, working with you and you being receptive to my vision and all of the details that I wanted to see in the book. So just a shout out to you as well and live life happy publishing. Thank you so much. And so if there's one last thing that you want to say to the listeners, what would it be? It would be a call to action. And the call to action, once you get the book, sign up for the cat challenge and commit to asking more meaningful questions to deepen your relationships because the people in your life, whether they're new or whether they've been there for a while are going to be like, huh? And they'll thank you for it. Ah, I love that. And so true. Your book is just going to touch so many lives and have a ripple effect. Think about all the how are you's that we can cancel and delete and change and how it can really enhance connections and relationships on so many levels. So thank you so much for writing this remarkable book and just being the amazing human that you are and spreading this out to the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so I am going to do a free giveaway. So I always do this to support my authors is if you are listening to this podcast or wherever you're listening to this interview, just take a screenshot of it, share it with your social network and tag me in it. So I know you've done that. That will enter you into a draw. And I'm going to give away five copies of Alexandra's book and I will direct send them right to you. So make sure you tag me in it and we'll, we'll hold it up for the whole month of September and October. And, uh, and then we'll do the draw at the end. So I, I hope you are a winner of that. Otherwise, grab your copy anyway. You're going to want a copy and then you're going to want to give one to a friend too. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations to whoever the winner is. Yay. I'm excited. Woo. <laughs> uh, and thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasidel.com where I help people read, write, and publish books. I believe books change lives. So whose life will you touch with your book? Also, if you've been thinking about writing a book or you know, you've lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out 
because I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.